This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 248, and you are with one of your high press Conchi Ray. I am back. You can't get rid of me. And uh, and joining me on this very festive, this moon festive occasion is, look, you've heard his voice before. You've heard his music before. You've heard his talent before. It's on the show every single time you you open the episode and it finishes. It is Noel Looney Tunes. Tate, Noel. Actually, should I say, sorry, Noel, that's old news. Yeah. That is, uh, that's that's yesterday's news. jam. This is one half of the Velvet Drapes. <laughs> Noel Tate. Noel. The, the, we click like this. <laughs> I'm a top, Justin <laughs> Uh Shame there's no video for you regular listeners. But Noel, uh, welcome. Welcome mm-hmm. back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh. Thanks for staying up late. Oh, look, I feel like Christian Slater in that movie where he was a DJ. Don't even know what name it. No, oh, I can't remember. I put, why do I put myself in these positions because now i can't remember the the name of the movie you'll know it noel i'm sure you watched it Um, i do and i can't remember either he's a dj yes he plays a descendant song he plays a pixie song he plays a leonard cohen song he's in the suburbs it's more so because he's it's at night i didn't say like by himself because you're here with me but anyway noel you and i Mm -hmm. we are here to Something a little different, loony listeners. If you look up into the night sky, yes, bloody hell, it is a a new super moon. We've never had one of these before, so we've never had a segment before that we've had to, you know, align with a super Make moon. Make up some weird shit to have, yeah. Yeah. Um, incidentally, Noel, I did a bit of research because that's, you know, that's what seasoned professionals that's what you do. do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um the new supermoon, it's also known as a perigee sigi. Uh, so take that as you will, Noel. Have you heard of that before? Have you looked up in the sky and, and said to Laura, oh, Laura, look at that. It's a perigee sigi. What's the sky? <laughs> What's the what? What is the sky? What is the sky? You have to start start way back for me. Oh my! Oh my what god. are the stars? Oh my god! Yeah, I ask deep questions, Noel. <laughs> what is life, Ray? What is life? Yeah. These strolls out at night, these evening strolls. You, you don't mess about. You get right into it. Anyway, loony listeners, I'm mm-hmm. going a little off track here. The supermoon means it is a new segment, uh, and funnily enough, I think a few weeks from now there's going to be another supermoon. So we better get our uh, shizzle sorted and so Noel and I are going to be looking at a comic book review but it is from a a past or present Moon Knight alumni that could be a writer a creator and it's something that's non-Moon Knight related so we had to find a point of difference to make a super moon um, a shout out to Lena um, one of the loonies they suggested that for a supermoon, we get on Noel, um, we get Oscar Isaac or Kevin Feige on the show. 
Which would be super. Oh, sure. <laughs> we could just impersonate them. Oh, yeah. I could, you, yeah, I, I could do Kevin Feige. I, okay, you do Kevin Everything's Fe- great. <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> I'll do We really love <laughs> these comic books and want to represent <laughs> characters you know and love in a new and exciting way. Yes. That's like his tagline. I'll, uh, new and exciting way. I'll do, um, I'll do, no, Oscar, you do Oscar Isaac. I'll do Oscar Isaac. Okay, get ready. Here we go. <clears throat> Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, hello. This is uh, this is Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one hell of a sexy guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so there you go, Lenny. That's the best impersonation I've ever heard. <laughs> you go, Oscar Isaac, Kevin Feige on the show. You ask for it, we deliver. Um, anyway, we're going to get to this now. I mean, you've probably read. We can get him on. We can get Oscar Isaac on. I bet. I'm sure. We can get Oscar the Grouch on. I know some people in LA. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Don't know about Oscar. Or we could at least do probably a better impersonation of Oscar the Grouch than we did of Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Yeah, well, we can give it a go. Look, let's throw a line to Oscar Isaac there. Um, <laughs> the off chance that he's listening. <laughs> Doing mm. his research for Moon Knight, Oscar. Um, you know, reread Fist of Conchu. It's actually pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that that is a theme. Like, you know... Yeah, well, you know why I'm segue. Talking. That's where yeah, we're going. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so for this supermoon, Noel and I are going to be covering something from Alan Zelenitz. Now he was the writer for Fist of Conchi back in the eighties, and uh, and yeah, we thought we'd just make this controversial all the way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do a non-Moon Knight story written by a writer that a lot of people don't like, except for you know he wrote a lot of Volume One too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did, actually. Um, yeah, he did a lot of pickup yeah. issues and toward the end. Yep. So he was a good choice to do volume two, as they call it. Mm. Well, we should have should have just picked Bendis. No, gone for the trifecta. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it as I said it, but then we would have had it done. I don't know. We could have done one of his indie works, like pre-Marvel or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, well, but this is way more fun, actually, yes. because it's weirder, too. Exactly. Listeners, this is way more fun. We are doing it. You've probably read it by now on the cover of this episode. It is a What If. Um, it's from 1983, issue 39. What if the Mighty Thor battled Conan the Barbarian? So that's pretty cool. Um, before that, of course, our sponsors. I want to run through them. Um, we have Tombs, Drew Tombs, who does uh, also tombs from soundcloud and lurk music on bandcamp we have daniel doing who is a creator and writer of fringe night and cosplayer uh, clz comics by collectors.com fantastic that's clz for the rest of the world sorry clz uh, <laughs> i actually no i've actually forgotten what is the american is z and mm-hmm. okay all right I, i've forgotten I, I mix them up totally um what do do they really say Z? No, they do say Z where you're from. Yeah. I actually have heard other people say that. Other Aussies I know say that Yeah, too, they so. say Z. Although you when... Guys, you guys are weird. <laughs> although when we do sing the ABC, we always end with uh, X, Y, Z. Next time won't hmm. you sing with me? So, you know, we can't do it with X, Z. X, Y, Z. Next time won't you sing with Ted? <laughs> with Ted? Like, who is Ted? But, you know, got to call the... Ted Bundy. Oh, t- Jesus. <laughs> anyway, anyway, and finally, Dreamland CLZ Comics, <laughs> CLZ Comics by Collectors, um, fantastic app application to database catalog your comic book collection, and finally, Dreamland Comics from um, Schoenberg, Illinois, the Superhero Superstore. 
they're no before. Who may or may not be an online scam. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they may not may or may not be based in Tanzania. Um no, no I'm sure no, yeah. I'm sure they're <laughs> real. Um, <laughs> just, uh, no, I know at least their website's real. I've yes. never bought anything, but I've browsed and almost bought a lot of things. Okay. I've browsed as well and mm-hmm. I, it just if if it wasn't for the damn shipping, I would be getting some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Decent prices. Mm-hmm. Um so, just no one's ever seen them. Good. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, no, before we get into it, now, Linnies, what we usually do, we have a, an idle chat earlier in the week, which we did, um, but there's a bit of news here that come in, Noel, I thought we might as well just at least address it um, before we, mm-hmm. we start our sojourn into Samaria. Um, so a bit of white noise. Now, the first one, we have a variant cover for Moon Knight 7 by Raza was was dropped and shown. It's going to be that issue is going to be released January 2022. It's by Jed McKay and Federico Sabatini. So Alessandro Capuccio is away on that issue. What a, f- um, a fill in. Hmm, interesting. Mm, yeah. Um, so this is uh, Noel. Anyway, cover. What are your thoughts on it? Raz's art. It looks cool. Is this this isn't the same guy who did those like um, toy like action figure covers? Is it? Uh, I'm not too sure. I've seen Raza. Raza. I've seen Raza's name a few times around. Yeah, to be honest. So have I. I just don't. Yeah, but it looks kind of like it just has that weird realistic kind of. Doesn't it look like? Yeah, exactly. That's why I thought maybe it was him. But either way, that's cool. I mean, mm. so I don't know what to say about it. I saw some headline that was like, "Moon Knight Number Seven proves he's the most yeah. dangerous Avenger, or most ruthless Avenger, or whatever." Yes, he's not an Avenger, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pretty simple, it's a striking it's, cover. Um, so listeners... I thought it was cool. Is it the first time we've had Mr. Knight on this volume so far on a cover? On the cover? Uh, yeah, I believe. On a regular cover? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even the ones that we've seen... Oh, that's a variant, though. That is a variant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for listeners who don't know what we're talking about, again, this will be put in the, the show notes uh, so you can have a little look. Uh, it's Mr. Knight. He's standing. It looks like... He's got some blood splattered on his white clothes. Uh, the shadow of the hooded, caped crusader Moon Knight is there, and uh, just just villains or, or thugs uh, lay waste on the floor. So, um, pretty sparse, but I think pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, would you would you consider getting it, Noel? Oh yeah, that's it's probably what my shop will have anyway. They always just seem to have the variants left on the shelves, which is weird. It's oh. like most of the issues I've gotten have been the very... I think they put the... Um, a friend of mine has a pull list at that store, and I don't, because I pretty much only buy old comics except for the new Moon Knight stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, the one he got, the variant off the shelf, but in his pull box was the normal issue for number four. Um, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's weird. So he like pulled... He's like, oh, this is the normal cover, and we went over to the shelf... And he pulled the variant off, and so that's why I have like the. Um, it's like I got the um, peach, the cover she did. Oh yeah, that was like on the shelf, which was weird. I think that one might end up being worth something someday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the I can't remember, but mostly I think I have variants, and so when I've gone back, if they've get, um, and I've got some second printings, I guess that also have different mm-hmm. covers. Yeah, so yeah. that's a long-winded way of saying I'll probably end up getting this just by default. I mean, yeah, if it's not one of those crazy ratio comics, then I'm hoping to get it as well. Uh, it would be pretty cool. Um, 
Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know too much about issue seven, but what we do know is that it leads into something. I'm going to jump to our third kind of note here on White Noise, Noel, straight into Moon Knight has mm-hmm. been announced to be part of Devil's Reign, which is the big Marvel event. Yeah, baby. Uh, with Kingpin and Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so we know issue eight, which which goes after, of course, issue seven. Um, for those that <laughs> that are mathematical, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's how math works. <laughs> and there's also a one shot, Devil's Reign, Moon Knight. Uh, so we get two comics. Uh, it seems like he he is thrust into it. I mean, he can't not be involved. Noel, uh, the premise is Kingpin basically wants to get rid of all these street level superheroes. Something happens. I don't know what. Again, yeah, yeah. It's probably happened before. It will happen again. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's a Chip Zdarsky event, correct? Daredevil event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, let's just hope it goes better than the last uh, street level Daredevil event that I can remember that included Moon Knight. Shadowland. Oh my gosh! Yeah, is that the um, the last one? That yeah, it was. You're right. Yeah, Oops, last one I can remember. I think so. Uh, with Daredevil and Moon Knight in there. Yeah, like a big event. Right. Right. Um, oh, let's hope. I mean, I, I've got, I've got optimistic hopes for it. Um, I'm actually quite keen. I, I mm. in, in an excited stupor, I, I told Rebecca, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get them all, like all the tie-ins, and but all the, I don't know if I can, <laughs> but. Um, I was just going to get all the issues and the tie-ins and the core books because I don't know. I haven't been in. I haven't checked out a Marvel event in a while um, because I just got sick of them. You know, they kept on coming out every month, uh, so mm-hmm. I haven't followed one properly. But this one seems right up my my alley. Uh, it's you know Daredevil. I know uh, probably has Spidey. It has Spidey in there, Noel. So it would be yeah. in your wheelhouse yeah. too. Is it a line line wide event or is it just the street level? Uh, some street level. It's it seems to have the X Men involved as well. They have like a two issue mm. mini, um, and I know there's a Luke Cage um, mini as well, like two issues or whatever. So there are a couple of mm. those things. But yeah, Daredevil, Spidey, isn't it? Uh, and and of course Moon Knight. So um, so it should be good. I hope to see Cloak and Dagger in there as well. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So these two covers issue eight, the Jed McKay run. Um, it has like an homage to issue one of his run, but it has Hunter's Moon on the cover, which is pretty cool. And that's for mm-hmm. uh, The Devil's Reign. Uh, so not sure whether Hunter's Moon uh, turns a, a new leaf and kind of becomes a, a street-level hero to maybe, maybe help Moon Knight and the others. I, I don't know. Um, but Well, he's not... Much, I mean, he's not really a villain to the no. rest of the Marvel Universe, just to Moon Knight. So. Yeah, exactly. Um so that's interesting. Well, unless oh, he wouldn't be employed by Kingpin, I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably beats to his own drum. Uh, and the the one shot, yeah, he beats to Conchu's drum. Beats to, oh, that's true. Beats to Conchu's left the moon shaped drum. Moon shaped left fisted drum. Just just he beats to it with left handed left- drummers are annoying. Yeah, yeah. Just about to say he just beats to it with his left. It fist. looks yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you've seen those drummers with the, you know, more, most of the time you're playing a hi-hat with the right hand, uh-huh. but then those people who've got it all flipped around and they're playing the uh-huh. hi-hat with their left hand, and you're looking at them and you're like, what the hell are you even doing? It's messes up my whole brain. So that's Hunter's Moon. <laughs> that's Hunter's Moon. Let's, Jed, if you're listening, please, let's make him a drummer. Um, also, mm-hmm. the other... Co- These covers look awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, the, the, number one, that first cover is looks really cool because it's a, a direct... Mm-hmm. 
riff off um, issue one. But this other one by Rod Reyes, oh, jeez. It's got Moon Knight in his bedsheet mask. He's behind bars, so Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, incarcerates him. He's scrawled phases of the moon on the wall, uh, and he's got a big... With a banana. With a, <laughs> with a banana. Um, but it just looks so cool, and he's in his orange slacks. So uh, really looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... I wonder what kind of sneakers he's wearing. Yeah. Well, at least they're not Crocs. They gave him... So. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, it's like a little a real-life continuity issue here. Yes. He wouldn't be in jail with sneakers that have um, ties in them. Oh, because... Ties, yes, so. because... Because, um, yeah, they don't want you to hang yourself Hang yourself, jail. yeah, yeah. Or use it as a weapon or mm-hmm. something, yeah. Okay. Well, that just ruined this whole cover for Rod, me. Rod, so. come on! Anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> Maybe... He's gonna maybe he's gonna fix it, and if we get the issues with the shoelaces before they stop releasing them, they'll be worth a pretty penny. Oh fuck! We forgot to take off Moon Knight's shoelaces. Quick, <laughs> yeah, quickly! And he just strangles them all. <laughs> um, so anyway, issue eight uh, arrives February 9th, twenty two, and Devil's Reign Moon Knight one arrives March the second, twenty twenty two. So it's it's a fair bit, a fair while away, uh, and the Devil's Reign event mm-hmm. itself begins. Uh, with Devil's Reign number one on December 1st. It's also kind of starting with, I believe, Daredevil 36, I think, which is out or coming out. It's it's literally the road to Devil's Reign, so you might want to pick that if you want to start following the series. Um, finally, Noel, there was just something tweeted by Mark Cicchetto. Uh He is the artist with Chip Zdarsky doing Daredevil, and there's just mm-hmm. a pretty badass pick here of Moon Knight um, for Devil's Reign, which, um, uh, if I can describe it, uh, the lower panel has Rhino, yeah. Uh, oh, right, yeah. As a Thunderbolt. He's got the Thunderbolt badge. So um, mm-hmm. so Rhino's part of the Thunderbolts. Uh, but Moon Knight seems to have incapacitated... Do they look like... I'm thinking, do they look like guardsmen? I don't. I don't know if they... They yeah. For a second, I thought it was Cyclops, but it was oh no, they're just like some kind of I think they're guards, guards dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Moon Knight is in his cape, in his oversized cape, uh, looking very ominous mm-hmm. there, just all in black. Okay. Um, Looks like he's interrogating one or something. Mm. Tell me where the whatever is, you blah 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 blah. Yeah. Swear to me. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> 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 um, so anyway, worth checking out oh. again. Um, putting them all, put all these images in our show notes for you to have a look at. So hopefully your podcast, your pod chaser, pod, not pod chaser, podcast catcher can uh, can show them. Look at these images. Yeah, what's this is like a weird image though. It's like partly mm. they've colored the lightning, but nothing else. Yeah, that's Electra. Oh yeah, Electra. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe work in progress. Just got the um, the CGI yeah. effect in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Got the lightning in. Got the light. Tweet it. <laughs> exactly. Good to go. Good to go, Mark. Just just throw mm-hmm. it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting. I mean, normally in a Moon Knight thing, that is all you would need. But yeah. But um. But you need to you need to see the poop coming out of Rhino's mask because uh, where how does that dude poop? <laughs> really nice detail though with it. And but I am intrigued with the Thunderbolts yeah. um, badge as well. So mm-hmm. at last I saw Rhino Noel. Just to let you know, he um he got vomited on. In the face by uh, Jessica Drew, so that was that was pretty cool. Mm. She threw up all over him. Um, that was in a Spider Woman comic. Yeah, yeah. So props to F- funny. Yeah, 
Good old Jess, always puking on a bad guy. Exactly. Well, she beat him. Beat him with it. He got so disgusted. She, she literally beat him afterwards. Um, hmm. Yeah. That's because he's so used to living in his own poop, but when he's barfed on, he just can't, <laughs> he can't handle it. That's it. So he's really not that big. It's just the poo just accumulating in that costume. Like, really, where does that go? I don't know. He's got to go just um, immaculate management. Before he puts it on, he just makes sure he goes before he puts it on. And after he takes well, it off. Is he, he used to be stuck in it. He could oh, never take off right. the rhino suit. Yeah. I, I don't know, even though there's been 50 years of rhino now almost, but... 50 um, years? Backed up. Maybe he's changed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, you're right. There was... The, yeah, I don't know the, the regular rhino now, but... Um, mm-hmm. Regular, no pun intended. But he... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, hope he's not regular <laughs> for his sake. Um, but, yeah, you're right. He was stuck in it. It was fused or whatever. He lost it. He got, like any like any comic book character. I'm he, I'm sure he died as well. You know. Oh, I'm sure he's been dead many times. Yeah. Drowned in his own poop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go, Looney's. As you can tell, a highly professional <laughs> poop, poop talk with Nolan Ray. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, a highly professional recount of the news for Moon Knight there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, take away. That take that away, what you will. However, look, it's a little late. I'm I'm stumbling over my words here. Um, so no, let's. Why don't we just um, dive into? I haven't come up with a name yet. I might just call it Super Moon. Then let's dive into our Super Moon mm, segment. Yeah. This is gonna be a weird one. This, strap in, folks. Strap in, buckle up, settle in, bunker down. He, it's What If Volume One Thirty Nine. Released June 1983. Yeah, what if the Mighty Thor battle Conan the Barbarian? Noel, have you got the details there as to who put this all together? Uh, I do. Mm -hmm. It's our boy Al writing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ron doing the pencils. Ron Wilson, uh, who did a lot of 80s Marvel work. He really did the bulk of the Thing solo series, which is one of my favorites. So I was excited. That was part of the reason I wanted to choose this, because not only was it a... Moon Knight alum, and it's also a Thing alum. Okay. Um, inked by Danny Bolanandi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry, Danny. Uh, colorist. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go back to the first names. Yep. Uh, colorist George. Mm-hmm. Letter Janice, who's a great Janice. Yeah, Janice. Yeah, she's. Letter, she's she did a lot of Marvel comics. Great letterer, mm-hmm. and uh, edited by Ralph and Bob. Yeah. Um, and it's available floppy. And it is digital. I see. Well, I am reading it digitally, but not really. <laughs> uh, but you can't. You both look. Did you look for the floppy too? I did. It um it went on eBay for about forty bucks or so, mm. plus shipping. Yeah. So that was a bit bit expensive for me. Um, so yeah. I had to. Uh, I told you a couple of days ago. I looked. Well, yeah. I looked online at my shop i usually get all my back issues at they did not have it right then w- actually went to two other physical stores and they didn't have it even though they had other ones that alan had other what ifs oh. that he had done uh they didn't have this one and that's probably because it's conan was not in the marvel universe for a while so maybe that's why the price jumped up or something i don't know yeah um yeah uh what was i gonna say it's um yeah anyway so i i, I 
Oh, that's it. Yeah, it could also potentially be available um, on... There's a What If, I think, Complete Collections or something coming. I know I've seen in the Epic mm. Collection group, um, there, there are big Complete Collections, like Volume 1, Volume 2 of What Ifs. And, and since this is Volume 1, mm-hmm. you would think that it might potentially make its way into uh, at least Volume 2 of the What If Complete Collections. Yeah, issue, th- issue 39. 39, yeah. It, you know... Yeah, that would be. What do they do usually? About twenty. Twenty yeah, per epic. Say about twenty. So something like that. Yeah. So it would be available on the volume two, I'd say, and that is both available in hard physical format and uh, and floppy as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it is it is available to to have. Look, I was a little disappointed that I couldn't find it, Noel, because it just seemed like a fun one. Um, but yeah, you never know. I like picking up. Yeah. I like picking up the odd comics. So like, I'm a big fan of. As if anyone's listened before, I really like the Marvel team ups and Marvel two and one and what if I feel like kind of fits into that. Yeah, you know Marvel premiere, all the like sort of off. Yeah, shoot, not main titles. I'm I'm into them, and you can usually find them for cheap, except for apparently this one you cannot. Mm, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, anyway, what we usually do, listeners, we do a bare bones, a synopsis. Now, Ray, um, Supermoon call it what you will, hadn't really got together a, a proper synopsis. There's nothing on Wiki. So what I want to do, Noel, you and I, you know, you're talking about rapping, we're talking about improv, we're talking about riffing. Let's uh, let's just kind of go through this. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, in a short way. We don't have to go through it at length, but we just mm-hmm. want to give uh, listeners a summary of what this issue was about, I put in some key points, Noel, in the in the um, yeah in the point thing, and you you did your due diligence. I did, here. yeah, yeah. Um, and then what we're going to do again, slight change because I don't know. I think this might be the way we might go carrying forward as well, just because you know again change it up. I think what Noel and I will do, we'll start off with five maybe key moments um, just to discuss during the the um, about the the story. Um, and then, and then, you know, anything to do with uh, afterwards, you know, we'll kind of reflect on how Alan Zelenitz's writing was, stuff like that, um, the art, and the usual stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, references and characterizations. Because uh, I've just got a little bit to say about the characterizations there as well, because um, again, pretty good. Uh, anyway, Noel, mm-hmm. so for this uh, for this issue, I don't know, do you want to um, do you want to kick us off of? Uh, what generally happens? <laughs> just kind of, walk, kind of walk through this one a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, just remind me how you... Because um, another reason why I was kind of excited to do this because I know so little of Conan's world. I don't yep. read Conan comics. Even when I was a kid, I would see the covers and be like, those look cool, but they look too adult for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lore just seemed too much. So I, I think I saw the Arnie movie, and that's about it. And that was, you know, I saw it in the theater when I was a kid. Yeah. A little kid, which was too much for me then. Um, ended up, I think, uh, Clash of the Titans was around the same time, mm-hmm. and I remember, I remember liking that one more because there was a robot owl in it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, what's um, Thor's like dention called again? Uh, As Asgard? Cimmeria? Sim- oh no, no Con- not Conan's. Thor's. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. Conan's. Yeah, Cimmeria. I think I think that's how you pronounce it. Cimmeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Crimea, but that's like a real place. Yeah. Uh, in the world right now. Uh, so, yeah, um, it starts off your typical way where the Watcher is telling you, hey, here's a bunch of shit, 
and I see shit from all over the place, mm-hmm. and I'm a big shit watcher. <laughs> and uh, no. the, here's a mo- here's a moment in time. I can sense where, a theme here, Noel. Uh, We're talking about poo and shit. <laughs> <laughs> poo and shit, which are different. Um, poo is what a five year old does, and shit is what us adults do. Um, so Thor is, going, and apparently there's. I saw some notes for this. Like he was, or I read it in the. At the end, there's some notes, but he's going, I forget, I'll have to look it up again when we get to the end. Thor is going through a tunnel, and instead of going one way, mm-hmm. like he did in whatever real Thor comic. I also don't know Thor comics very well at all. Okay, not no worries. So that's, it, was, it was fun. Um, instead of going one way, he goes the other, and he ends up in um, uh, Conan's dimension, mm-hmm. or land, or whatever. Um, and uh, it's pretty cool and Conan I mean Thor and Conan meet almost immediately mm-hmm. and Thor just kind of sorry Thor is kind of he's has got a little bit of amnesia as well right yeah he's dazed like right away which I don't exactly get why apparently oh, crossing over I can I can I can an- Was there? answer that quickly because um yeah. when it happened you know real uh like uh when was it? I've got mm-hmm. it down in the references here uh, it was actually in Thor Annual Volume 1, Issue 8, Thunder Over Troy. Uh, when that happened, I think oh, okay. um, some of the one god or something put some mist like in those tunnels. So when Thor went through it, oh. he actually loses a bit of his okay. memory. So I'm assuming that... Did he came out without his memory in, yeah. in the real continuity? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So, mm. yeah. So I think that happens that, in... That's an extra cool... Yeah, that's a good dig then by our boy Al. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, his powers are diminished too. Is it really that his power? Yeah, I guess it is that his powers. Yeah, are he's still diminished, but, pretty um, strong. But yeah, I don't think he's. Oh yeah, I mean Conan's quite impressed. Yeah. So um, yeah, and they meet up, and of course have some choice. Old. I'm really glad they don't write Thor like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Even though sometimes it's fun to um, hear some of the old kind of a. Uh, I guess Stanley and and Jack Kirby isms about Thor, like mightily. What have you done? But um, verily, till I have pummeled thee to dust. <laughs> of course, a Conan talks very similar yep. to that too. In this old time, when is his age supposed to be anyway? They said they talk about he later spoilers. They talk about how he's a god from the future. Oh, um, but I thought, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I don't know, I. Again, this must hark back to the Conan law, but that Samiria mm-hmm. must be like in the dimension of an older time. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but in, I mean, it's in, it's in Marvel. I mean, he's in continuity, like he was and he is again. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just yeah, confused. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, he was like, yeah. It's um, like I thought Asgard was supposed to be. Timeless, almost. So I don't know. Yeah, true. Maybe not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, it would be timeless. Well, I mean, they're the old gods, you know. Well, he, the Krom is known as an old god here, so maybe that's. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Asgardians are the new gods, according to. Oh, yeah. In Marvel Kirby World, um, I don't know, but they have their typical little fight misunderstanding because mm-hmm. they're two big dumb idiots. <laughs> um, but I like the fact that one has black hair, one has blonde hair, so at least we have. A, well, Conan, it's it's like me. You, you can't see on the video right now, but it's like me and Ray. Yeah. We had a fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if I, you're Conan. And if I uh, threw a rock, a big boulder at you from from high above, <laughs> that would be. Yeah. Um, 
uh, which is great. Like the their their fight is pretty fun, even though it's it's actually not that short. It's pretty no, long. No, it's long. Them. Yeah, I mean compared by today's standards, several pages long. Yeah, yeah. By today's standards, it's not over in just a couple. Like okay, we get it. They fight, but it's like a pretty long fight to show that. Yeah, um, the two are pretty well matched. I mean, obviously, Thor is powered down mm. because he would just wipe the floor with Conan. But he still smacks him with a backhand and he goes flying, right? And that's what kind of Conan oh, yeah. basically goes, okay, you're a worthy opponent or something like that. <laughs> he basically, he's done the smart thing. He's going, okay, let's call a truce. Because he kind of knows he's probably <laughs> not going to be beaten. He's not going to beat him. So, Well, he's cunning. I think yeah. as far as the two, sort of the characterization of the two, it's like Conan's always supposed to be much more sort of a cunning yeah. thief. Um, and Thor is more of a... I mean, he's not a total idiot, but he's a bit of an idiot, and so <laughs> he's more. He's um, a lot more pure, if anything. Like, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Be, uh, we'll get into it a bit, but again, that, oh, I'll just say it now because the characterizations. What I love about Zelens, Zelenets, sorry, is that he. I think he stays true with the voicings. Like Conan is cunning mm-hmm. and um, he's even immoral. You know, saying, "Oh, let, let's go rob some people of their jewels. We've got the swords, and you know." And Thor's going, "Oh, hang on, yeah. that's not exactly right. Let's not do. Let's not do that." So, um, he, yeah. it's good. And I like it. The line he uses to kind of win. It's like I've never known. Uh, I've never known so strong a warrior, even among my own iron-hearted countrymen. Mm. When uh, Mitra's name are you, man? It's like just a great thing, and then they're like, yeah. you know, I don't know who I am, and he just calls him. St- what does he call him? Straw, straw hair. hair. Yeah. One word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've won Conan's respect this day, and it's just great. And he's like, all right, let's join up. <laughs> Go rob some motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's just funny that it's a little weird that Thor would be. Down. I mean, it's at least yeah. The voice is he's not quite sure of it, but he just does it anyway. I think yeah, he's doing it anyway. I think it's like that is a Nate kind of you know. That is inbuilt um, mm. morals, I guess, moral compass. Um, yeah, and maybe it shows how um, charming Conan can be. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a good, he's a good character. Like he's a good character. This he may not be mm-hmm. like as powerful as Thor, but he's um, certainly into, like but he's just got a charming smile, charming, street smart. That sort of stuff. He's got he's got bangs as well, mm-hmm. doesn't he? So. Um, well, someone cut his bangs. <laughs> anyway, so um, so they're befriending and stuff, but Thor wants to, I guess he wants to obviously know who he is, um, and then Conan suggests, look, you've got to see our god, basically Lord of the Mound, Krom. So mm, yep. Conan and Thor decide to um, scale a mountain. Um, and that's, After having a party. Oh, yes, exactly, as well. Um and, they have a cool party first. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of women and, and wine, <laughs> you know, a lot of the very barbaric Conan-esque kind mm-hmm. of stylings. Um, but yeah, yeah, Conan says, look, you've got to see Crom and see what he says, and um, I guess he, he can let you know if anyone knows he can. So Thor climbs a mountain. Conan can't, and I think that's an important thing, He because he's mortal. He can't, yeah. he can't make the top, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. And he's he's a pretty badass. So, he, but he admits he goes, okay, I'll just wait down here at this ledge while you go up. Um, yeah, and while they're climbing, they have a little fight with some boars, and that's right. I think it's kind of an important point. Um, Thor kills something, even after he says, "I don't really do any killing." Ah, uh, yes. He kills one of these boar things, and he's kind of like, "Oh no, yeah, what have I done?" Yeah. But then he's like, "Whatever, mm-hmm. it will feed you." <laughs> well, he's got to eat. Man's got to eat. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, so anyway, Thor meets Krom, uh, and Krom is this really unmerciful guide, um, does not want to help Thor, if anything, and if anything, wants to take Mjolnir off Thor, and he does, um, mm-hmm. and he throws it, basically banishes it and hides it in Samaria somewhere, um, and at the same time, there's this dark mage, Thoth Amon, who's like this dark wizard, and he catches wind of this... With super cool horns. Super cool. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Loki. Um, he kind of catches wind of this, yeah. you know, um, mystical metal, which is uh, the hammer, the Uru hammer, uh, and he wants to grab it, and he, and he does. Um, and then Thor and Conan catch up with Thoth Amon because uh, they're looking for the, the hammer, uh, Thor remembers who he is at this stage. Actually, I think um, I think his meeting with Krom was that correct? I think yeah, Krom's like, "Hey, homie, yeah, you're Thor. You're not from this time. Yeah, yeah, you're from the future." And he's like, "What? Okay, cool. Now I know who I am somehow." Yeah, exactly. I don't know if he kind of like casts back his memories or something, or if he he just kind of tells him. Um, yeah, I don't, I, remember I don't know. Maybe he just lifts the um that that veil off his. You know, I don't know. Behind, you know, lifts the veil off Thor's eyes while he's talking because mm-hmm. he's an immensely powerful old god. Um, anyway, Thor and Conan catch up with Thoth yeah. Amon, and and Thor kills Thoth Amon, but not before mortally wounding mm-hmm. himself. And uh, and then Thor dies. Before he dies, he asks Conan to bring the hammer to Krom. Uh, and then it's ended with. Conan climbing the mountain and it ends on that you don't actually get more of it so um pretty cool way to end the story so anyway that that was kind of like the the summary of it uh listeners uh now Noel I mean I know we've already kind of dived into the main key moments of this story but mm-hmm. I'd like to just go through you know the five anyway because when I first read it I mean this is the first time you've read it as well oh yeah yep um a couple of things really struck me, uh, which I thought was... <laughs> I like your key moments here. They're funny. Yeah, yeah. The th- Thor versus Conan. Well, I guess that would... It says it right on the cover. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's a pretty big key moment. Well, um, I think it's just... I think it's... I put it in there because... Um, is it just how cool the fight is? Yeah, and just like it's... It's on the cover, of course, but it's... I think it's what people wanted. Readers would always kind of fantasize, like, what if ever Thor and Conan fought? So we do get that here. And as you said, it's it's kind of a long, mm-hmm. uh, a lengthy fight, which is pretty cool because um, under normal circumstances, Thor would probably wipe the floor with Conan. Um, but yeah, it, it shows uh, it shows the, the different characters, Conan's uh, cunning, um, uh, but also uh, it shows the virtue of Thor in it as well. And even when they fight, I mean, not mm-hmm. only just them fighting against each other, but them together. Like when they fight the guards, they, they even come across snake men as well, now, which is cool. They look just, I, in my notes, I wrote that those guys look like the lizard. Yes. They just look like Spider-Man's the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even their little, even their little coats kind of look like, <laughs> like, lab, like the lab coats that Kurt Connors. Wears. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, but and it's like, okay, I mean, I love Ron Wilson's art, but I was like, okay, you couldn't come up with something a little bit more original for these, like, snake men or whatever they're supposed to be. <laughs> um, but even the initial fight, Noel, as well, what I found really cool was Thor was still sticking to his, his hammer, right? And it was really interesting to see Conan with his sword um, just smashing, um, you know, just striking Thor, and he's just blocking it with his hammer. Um, it's, it's such a mismatch, but 
I guess they're so iconic, both of them, with it, with both of their weapons. Um, just uh, interesting to see. And Thor eventually has that sword, as you said. Um, like Conan says, mm-hmm. look, you know, <laughs> as good as your hammer is, just put it away. You, you need a sword if you want to. If we want to rob, well, he teases him a little bit about the hammer thing at first. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. He calls it a mallet or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's what a thing with, a, with that mallet. That's a thing as well, Noel. Did you ever think while reading this, uh, it appeared that it could be lifted by, like, not just Thor. Like, I wonder if that. Well, I think they're kind of I mean, at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Toth. Iman was able to hold yeah, it, he's, which is weird. he can't be worthy, for sure. And maybe it's... I forgot. I thought maybe there was a little something in the text that because it's not one of Thor's normal realms or something... Oh, okay, that it could be. ...anybody can lift it. But then they also mentioned something at the end that Conan is worthy... Yeah, yeah. ...to carry it. So it's a little... I get a little confused. Um, I only read it once. I gave it a good read-through a couple days ago, mm-hmm. but... Um, so I'm not remembering exactly all the minute details oh, of yeah. it. Yeah. Other than the lizard guys look funny, <laughs> and that the and the, and the fights are cool. Yeah, but I think you're right. I, I think there was like there's an insinuation from Zelenets that that Conan is worthy. I love that ending. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've got that in the honorable mention for the fight, the keynote. So that's a sixth one, just because that ending because. There's so many things that could happen, right? It, it seems to insinuate that Conan will take on the mantle of Thor, but also remember how he couldn't scale that mountain. The Lord of the Mound is yeah. mortal, so does he? And now he's using the hammer. Well, does he to do it? I was. I'm, I'm thinking a little bleak. Does he perish? Like, does he? Does he die? Still trying to do it, you know? Um, which mm. I think is quite heavy in the fact that Conan then. Um, actually learns a bit of honour, you know what I mean? Because you know how he's kind of like, oh yeah, let's rob this people, let's do that. But then he's keeping to his word um, Thor's dying wish, and then you know, it's, it's done off screen, but if he if he's climbing the mountain because he wants to honour Thor, but you know, say if he perishes, then it's like, oh wow, mm-hmm. like, at least he's... You get... Well, the last, the last final caption boxes say it's like um, kind of I mean, yeah, it doesn't it's a little ambiguous, but it does say it's like Conan the mortal took his first steps to becoming much more. So yeah, that I know, yeah, that's true. So that that's a bit of a, a positive note. So again, mm-hmm. you could it doesn't spell it out, but it can insinuate that he you know might go up on top of that mountain, faces Crom, bashes Crom with the with the hammer, and you know mm-hmm. reaches godhood or something. So. Um, yeah, somehow works his way back through a tunnel and finds himself in Asgard. Uh, yeah, immediately drops the hammer because he's clearly not worthy. Well, do you know, like in current, like in current, the current state of comics? Not, I mean, I know you mentioned you don't follow Conan too much, but do you know how he made his way into with the Avengers as well? I, I, I did follow No Surrender and No Road Home, which I think he does. It have something to do with Avengers BC or something? I don't know. I think Scarlet Wish. Scarlet Witch bumped into him or something, but I don't know how he jumped across into... So again, it just insinuates Samaria is, number one, a different reality. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even read the ones, the, the Serpent oh, War so, or whatever, oh, yes. with the Moon Knight crossover. Yep, yep. Um, I didn't even read those because I was like, I, I just it's not going to be much. I guess, I've, well, you guys said they were kind of cool. They were good, yeah. Right? I enjoyed them, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll pick them up. Yeah. Um, 
if it's collected. If not, I'm sure you can find them in the quarter bin yeah. at this point, but or the dollar bin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I have no idea how he's like. I mean, I know that his main title is not in the Marvel universe. Oh yes, yep, yep. But he's also in Savage. That I know for sure. He's also in Savage Avengers. Yeah, Savage Avengers. Yeah. So right. I don't know how that works, but anyway. Um, I don't know. All the little nerds are yelling at yeah. us right now. Don't you know that Conan is blah, blah, blah. Dude, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they are. Conan is cool, but not enough for me to spend money on his comic books. Yeah. Uh, look, Noel and I, we are admittedly, you know, we're not the biggest Conan fans. Um, know a bit about Thor, but compared to, say, Moon Knight, where a little bit of the blind leading the blind, is that fair enough to say no <laughs> for this one? That's absolutely correct. <laughs> Like I said, I wasn't even a huge fan of the Conan movie when it came yeah. out in 1980, whatever. I think I watched it early but on I in the 80s. But I think Conan's yeah. a... Yeah. Like, the idea of Conan to me is yeah. cool. Yeah. It's just like, I don't... That's all... It just seems like a... I've heard other people talk about, like, a friend of the show, Dave Finn, and... Yep. It's like, that is just a lot, a lot of catching up to do to try to read oh, yeah. anything from Conan, so... Yeah. It's, um... The general idea... The... What I did read actually back then instead of Conan was Gru the Wanderer. Oh. Which is, you know, a parody of barbarian comics pretty much because there were so many different barbarian comics in the 70s and 80s. And Sergio Aragones from Mad Magazine and other things. Start. Have, do you have ever read Gru the Wanderer? Um, no, I, I definitely know of, of it. I've never read. No, I've never read it. They are hilarious, fantastic comics. And it's yeah. like, I mean, it's pretty much just kind of Conan comics, except for like Guru is a huge idiot, <laughs> like a huge idiot. And it's just, they're hilarious. And his cartooning is great. Yeah. His drawing is super fantastic. And the I have a bunch of, first they started off, uh, they might have been strips in like another magazine, but then he, Pacific Comics put out several issues. And then um, I'm pretty pretty sure that Stan Lee was just like Sergio you should do this at Marvel mm. and so um I th- it might have been Marvel Epic and then just straight up Marvel but they did a ton of a ton of issues of that and I've got a lot of those um issues because you can actually get them for pretty cheap yeah nice um but I was like this even when I was a kid I read a lot of those I was like no, this is my Conan something <laughs> goofy and stupid yeah uh and to take to take a character like that so seriously is um, a little silly to me. And I've always <laughs> thought Conan was kind of goofy, but um, but still, like it's a cool idea. It's definitely a cool idea. Oh yeah, no, for sure. He's um, yeah, it, it touches upon though that that fantasy kind of realm of um, mm-hmm. of Conan. but like way over the top sort of fantasy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very different from like a you know whatever a normal kind of sword and sorcery D and D kind of. Oh okay, right. Yeah. It seems to be even like its own. Really, it's kind of its own world. Don't think. To give it up to them. I can't remember who was the original creator. I can't remember his name. Um, Robert E. Howard. That's the guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, you have to give it up to him for his imagination. Yeah, I mean, geez, he, he, for this kind of world. Yeah, he's created the world building basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, so uh, apart from, obviously, their confrontation and their interactions together, just saying Thor and Conan together, which is pretty fun. Uh, I mean, Mm. now it's not that, maybe not that special because we, we, again, we have, in this day and age, we've got Conan 
you know, in amongst the Avengers and stuff like that. But I can imagine him seeing him and Thor together would have been like, oh, wow, this is like two titans coming together for readers. Mm-hmm. Um, the second point was was Thor seeking Krom to restore his memory. So the, the key moment, because this is one of the, the key the key points for um, for this issue, it, it's Thor trying to find his find out who he is. Um, and, and although there's a lot in this uh, comic and it seems fleeting, it's an important point because it, it leads Thor to Krom um, and it, it allows... Yeah, and it's good writing, I think. Yeah. It, it just shows that Ellen knows the world. He's like, of course, Conan would be like, well, go talk to my God mm. because he's the only one who will be able to figure this out for you. Yeah. Well, and he kind of just mentions it, I guess, and it's Thor who's like, okay, well, that's the guy got to talk to. Yes. Um, and basically the big thing, I think, I'm going to just jump into to the third point, that leads into um, him meeting Krom, which I think is one of the big massive moments. Um, so Noel, and again, maybe this is my preconception of Conan, but my preconception is that you never really, Conan always talks about Krom, like my my god or my Krom or by Krom, uh, but you never actually see mm-hmm. the god. So to actually see him in this mm-hmm. comic is is a special thing because he's never actually personified. Um, so again, Conan followers, tell me if I'm wrong, um, but that's how I'm just imagining it. So to actually see Thor talk to Krom and talk to this old god, and he's so separated from like the the Asgardians or the Olympians stuff like that. He's really an ancient god. Um, I thought it was pretty cool to see, um, and their interaction together was was kind of like how I thought it would pan out. Um, like Krom being... He's, he's always known as Krom the Merciless. As well. I remember Dave Finn always mm-hmm. telling me, Noel, he's like, kind of like Krom the Merciless. So he definitely lives mm-hmm. up to his name. Um, and he you know, he doesn't want to help Thor. Um, he doesn't respect him at all. He actually says as well, just for wasting my time, I want your hammer. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, Thor should have said to him, but dude, you've got a lot of Kirby crackle around. Yeah, there. he's got Kirby crackle. Yeah, he looks pretty good in it as well. Oh, I must say, you have to help me. You have Kirby crackle around. <laughs> That's the rules of Marvel comic books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, or fight me, I guess. But you're not really doing either, except for stealing my hammer. But he looks pretty cool. What do you think of the um, the, oh, look, the um, yeah. depiction of him? It's some Ron Wilson. It's Ron Wilson doing some Kirby stuff. It looks neat. There's a lot of the, mm. you know, the forced weird dynamic hand stuff mm-hmm. big kirby hands yeah um yeah he, i don't know why he's just like a pinkish color i, I like the color of him like, he, he just me too i don't know why he is like yeah i don't know pink but no idea it makes him look actually <laughs> i mean i guess he because he, he looks like a statue yeah it, it's it's so funny because it makes him look a lot more as you say like kirby a lot more cosmic whereas i mm-hmm. i would have assumed Conan's gods and stuff would look, I don't know, for some reason, um, maybe Lovecraftian or something, or, or, or a little bit yeah, more of Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. A little gooier or something. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I would have thought the exact same thing. Yeah. But, um, it, it was really cool to see him, so... Maybe it's because Set is the only other god we know in this... Oh, he gets a mention as well, doesn't he? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, th- there's your Moon Knight, ladies there's and gentlemen. A, <laughs> there we go. It's just tangentially connected. Um, that's right. Thoth mm-hmm. Amon um, talks about how um, he is appeased Set, and by doing so, uh, Set has allowed his messenger, who's we don't ever get any explanation. It's like a winged messenger. You just get it in a recap mm-hmm. of this angel-like guy just coming in, swooping down, finding Thor's hammer, and just retrieving it. 
Um, yeah, that's got to be some Conan stuff we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could well it's be. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Oh, it's y- too much of a throwaway. Yeah, Thothamon, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's it's a bit too random. But this is the thing. Uh, so uh, so with Crom saying, no, I'm not going to help you, and, and throwing out the hammer, Thothamon gets the hammer um, and he and he claims it. And he uses his dark magic to manipulate the hammer and is able to create thunders and storms and stuff. And he uses that to, to mm-hmm. basically terrorize um, the cities. Um, and they end up kind of worshipping. It's, it's a whole kind of power um, power trip or, you know, thirst yeah. for power from Thoth Amon. Uh, yeah. Which kind of... It, it's interesting because Thor's power is lessened right here, although... His hammer seems to be quite powerful in this realm. Um, just an interesting note. It's, it's a bit of a contradiction. You would have thought that the the hammer would be lessened as well uh, in power, but um, yeah, especially since its power just comes from like a spell from Odin, right? Like, that's right. And Krom um, supersedes that quite quite easily when he meets Thor. So, um, but anyway, th- those are little little details. I guess the idea is that Thothamon. He, he, yeah, he had... the whole idea is shut the fuck up, nerd. It's a fun Conan. <laughs> exactly. Meets Thor comic book. Don't think too much about yeah, it. Yeah, bad guy wants to... He's got something that Thor has or needs, and these the good guys have got to get it back. So um, mm-hmm. what did you think of Thoth uh, Amon? Um, to, to me, he seemed a bit too much... A bit like Loki. I don't know if that was meant to be or... Yeah, the color scheme, I guess. They put him in green and with the horns, but he seemed... Yeah. He seems much more kind of evil, I guess. Yeah, he knows his magic and he's stuff. Really, mm-hmm, and he's grey. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was. It's kind of a cool villain, I guess. It's just like I, I'm sure Conan's gone up against him many a time. Yeah. Well, that- like he's sort of in in my. He may was he even in like maybe the movie or something. I don't know. Like that design is somewhere in my in my brain in the back. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess as a new as a newbie. If you don't know too much about Conan, um, you're you're just kind of thrown these these characters. Um, but yeah, he, he certainly. Mm-hmm. Well, he dies. So he does like, die. It's obviously, what if if like, yeah, you're if? killing a major character? Yeah. You know. Well, I wonder if that's um, a big impact, like on Conan readers going, "Oh my god!" If that's like similar to say Magneto or Doctor Doom, be like, "Oh wow, cool!" Mm-hmm. And this what if? Jeez, Thothamon dies. Um, but we we don't yeah. have that because we're not. We're not the Conan fans. Because so. we don't care. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care that much. Look, it's at the just end of fun the... to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Look. At the end of the day, it's a Thor and Conan book. With nobody yeah, cares. you're right. I mean, it's a... it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a what if. Like, nobody cares about what if. I know. and the... Really? that's It's just a fun story that, like, yep. Laura's spying on me. Uh, I know. I, <laughs> I, I, Can you give me some more coffee, dear? I would have loved if she jumped in while we were talking about something in particularly nerdy, but, um, yeah. You know she's thinking, you fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Laura. Uh, she's getting me coffee. Oh, nice. What a wife. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, um, but, but the thing with what ifs, anyway. they can be they can be dark as well. I mean, that, you see, a lot of them actually are quite dark because they can really just throw caution. Most of them, yeah, they can throw caution to the wind. Yeah, yeah, they could just like. So uh, we see here Thothamon die, um, dying, 
at the hands of Thor, and Thor, he basically mortally wounds himself. Um, in the process mm-hmm. of trying to get back the hammer from Thothamon, he calls upon the thunder or whatever. Don't know the technicalities, comic book science and fantasy. Uh, it zaps Thothamon but at the same, to, to dust, but at the same time it mortally wounds Thor. And this was a big impact for me, Noel. Um, again, having forgotten that this was a what-if comic and just being really invested in this story, it's like, oh, shit, Thor dies. That's pretty cool. Like, you know. Um, and that was your reaction? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was like, oh, it's a what-if, Thor dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, cool. I mean, like, I, I guess because I don't read what-ifs that often enough, and so it's always a nice little surprise um, to see that, a big character you know, and again, like I said, Conan fans might think, oh, Thothamon as well is a big character, but to see Thor die, yeah. that's cool. Well, that's just, that is just the fun of what have comics, mm. it's like anything, you know they don't matter, Yeah, but anything can happen. It was something like, something I liked and disliked about the, um, the cartoon show was, one, it was staying sort of true to the idea of what if that anything can happen these characters can die this is our version of it in the mcu but something i kind of didn't like was that this could have ramifications for you know our real mcu universe and Uh, something i like about the what if comics is they are totally separate it's like they don't come together at all it's like you can read this it's like a cool story but you know at the end of the day anyone can die but it doesn't matter yes yeah I think it's because of the whole, I mean, you know, just trying to mansplain it. <laughs> it's because of the, I think it's because it's of the whole multiverse thing, that the, the the motif that Marvel Marvel is doing now. And one of the things I, I mean, I love the What If um, cartoon series, but the one, the one little quibble I had was that, yeah, at the end, like, did they really need to thread them all together? Like, they should be all standalones, but then you know how they all kind of teamed up at together at the end it's like well they yeah i feel like they felt like they need they needed to have some stakes for people who are fans of the whole franchise yeah like we can watch them because we know the idea of a what if yeah it's one off it is fun and one off yeah um and you can have like they most of them were dark but you could have the funny one like the party thor one um or you could have like the best one, which was clearly the Doctor Strange one from that was, my point of view. That was good. Very sad. Like, very, yeah, it had all the hallmarks. The darkest of what set if, and yeah. of what if comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was great. Yeah, I loved. Um, yeah. And that's like this. Like I'm sure people could, like you, you got really invested in the story. You're like, oh man, Thor's dead. That's crazy. Mm. And um, I thought it was just a good s- story point and do. It's like, well, yeah, that's what what if comics do. They yeah. they'll kill your character <laughs> yeah or make them completely different yeah i i, um, I think the the difference with that because i'm thinking about the other the other what if that i read it was probably a year or, or more ago but it's the other more, more recent what if that i read was um what if uh atlantis attacks you know what if uh lord gore won um and oh, right and you know you see the all the avengers die in that or whatever and th- but that's because they're a team, I guess that it's a bit more de- I'm a bit more desensitized. But like when it's like a only mm-hmm. two main characters, Thor and Conan, and like it's almost like a, a buddy a buddy flick, and then one of them yeah. dies. It's like oh man, that's pretty yeah, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, that's cool. One of the only other what ifs that I read recently was like, what if Fantastic Four never got their powers, oh. but they still had to fight Doom. Oh, so that that was a pretty fun one. Oh jeez, <laughs> things don't go great for them. Wow. <laughs> Oh God! I, I, it's also not a great comic, but it's funny. I gotta say, like, I really do love the what. I, I'm starting to really 
rediscover the what ifs. You know, I, I did collect a few mm-hmm. of them back in the back in the nineties as well. Um, mm-hmm. But they are fun, aren't they? I mean, like yourself, Noel, uh, the um, the Marvel two in ones, Marvel team ups, uh, Marvel comic presents. I'm getting. I've just ordered a few Marvel nights. Um, oh, you got your coffee. There's no oat milk in here. Oh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Smash it against the wall. <laughs> Bring me another. I'll have another. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but those those books, those anthologies as well, I really enjoy from... from actually, you know, incidentally, I've just gotten... Have you ever... Have you got any super villain team up comic issues no i was that's funny you mentioned that i was just looking last night <sighs> at the comic shop i like to go to the most to, to get some of those yeah because who was it um, doom and Submar- submariner were together most of them were doom and submariner yeah. but there was a character that was introduced in one of those and i can't yeah, remember. yeah the shroud right who i was oh yeah that's who it was because i was looking yeah. at getting some shr- i was like maybe i should start collecting some shroud yeah. Oh, and I was looking at getting his solo solo series from the '90s, and I was like, "Where did he first appear?" And I was like, "Oh, it's, oh that's cool." No, super villain team up. I, sh- I really want to get some of those. Great minds think alike. I have just obtained the Shroud issues one to four of the '90s, the '90s mm. um, thing, and I have been actually thinking of because uh, I had a look on um, on CLZ Comics, the sponsors of the show. Z CLZ, sorry, Comics sponsors of the show. Um, and I had a look of um, of entire appearances of the Shroud, and he's very ob- obtainable. Seventy issues he's in, mm-hmm. so you can you could literally get all the issues of the Shroud. One of my yeah. missions is to get all of the issues of the Shroud. So I'm I'm looking for um, I'm looking for superheroes. That, that is so funny. I was it is. Literally it's crazy. The same thing that is crazy. Because <laughs> I love it. I love getting those obscure characters. Yeah, me too. You know? Me too. Absolutely. So I've been looking just to let you know. Then I've been looking at the Shroud. Um, 59 issues will get you all of the appearances of Darwin. I really like Darwin the Mutant. Um, right. Yeah, just because he's... It's, it's such a cool premise, right? He can he can mm-hmm. evolve into whatever he wants. Um, so anyway... Yeah. Uh, the Shroud. Uh, yeah, very cool. Uh, so he, he premiered in, in Supervillain Team Up. Um, but Maximilian Quincy, I think is his name. Um, sure. <laughs> no, just say it. Come on, where's your catch cry? <laughs> nope, nope. Oh, I'm not gonna say it yet. Bereft of Knowles. Catch, you know. mm-hmm. Well, I've at least mentioned half the velvet drapes, so we've got that happening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and here's the other half. Thanks for having me. Yes, and thank you, Loonies, for listening. <laughs> Ah, uh, good old Justin. I'm sure he knows. He's very learned when it comes to obscure characters and stuff. So, oh, uh, that guy knows his he shit. He does. He does. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for sure. I mean, we should we should wax lyrical about um, some obscure ones with with Justin. I'm sure he's got plenty. Um, oh, we will. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So, Noel, uh, going back to this issue, Thor dies. That's one of the big things. Um, uh, and again, that that kind of. Okay, we go around back to my honourable mention that leads into uh, that climb in the mountain. It reminded me, actually, Noel, have you ever watched that John Voight film? Um, God, again, I've done it to myself. I can't remember the name of it. But he was a criminal and he was on a train that kind of was speeding and it couldn't stop. 
Um, Speed 2? No, <laughs> not Speed 2, no, no. Oh, God, what was it? I didn't know John Voight was in that. No, it was a really good film. I, mean, I watched it a few times. Hmm. Um, and at the end... I haven't seen a lot of John Voight films. Uh, He's well, a dick. If you, if you get a chance, see this one. Don't oh, Watch Anaconda as well. That's fun too. But um, John Voight, he is this criminal. And at the end, no spoilers, um, Like the, the guard, the warden that he's with is, is dead or whatever. He's an evil warden, so he dies. Uh, he's called... At the end, no spoilers. Here's the end. Oh, yeah, sorry. Spoilers. Sorry, I keep on saying no spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> sorry. Spoilers. Um, the, the evil warden dies. Uh, his best mate or whatever dies. But the train can't stop, and there's obviously there's an end to the tracks, and it's like the train's just going to crash. Mm. And his character just... Um, succumbs and accepts the fact that he's going to die so he goes up on top of the train and the the last scene is him it's in a blizzard in the snow and he's kind of like i think Mm -hmm. he's standing in front of the train on on top of the train and he's got his arms out and i think he's just embracing the um you know the more that will be welcoming him uh, you know at the end of the tracks embracing the fact that the second he would have stood up he would have probably fell, and fell <laughs> yeah, off the okay. train. well you know physics and science you know probably not <laughs> uh-huh. get Mythbusters in there <laughs> but um <laughs> that's what reminded me like this this uh hmm. the last bit of, of kind the of sacrifice yeah the sacrifice mm-hmm. so anyway with all that said and done um noel just uh i guess writing wise so overall well, let's let's sorry yeah i was gonna say let's do some of the uh yeah kind of the normal yeah yeah yeah, writing wise, like um, how do you think Alan? I think you would dealt it. I think he captured their voices well. Obviously, mm. he's got the 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 um the lingo down for both <laughs> characters. It seems pretty well. Yeah. Um, the the ridiculous uh, lingo that they both have, mm. and the characterization pretty. I mean, pretty well. It's like Conan's an honorable thief, mm-hmm. and Thor is um. A big blonde dummy, and it's like he got captured it pretty well. Yeah, I, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, really well. Not only just with those two, but um, to construct a story that um, you know has a few facets to it. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, just pardon the. There's an ambulance or a police car going past. Um, oh, late night ambulance. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that you know he's introduced Thoth Amon, who, who again, as I mentioned before, may or may not be a nice little nod to Conan fans. Other like peripheral characters crom he actually included crom in there um mm-hmm. and that was nice it wasn't just a battle between thor and conan i mean you knew that wasn't gonna be the whole issue that they'd have to prevent each other but he made it interesting enough and i think with a lot of the stuff that he had like he glossed over this whole thing about Thothamon um um creating tidal waves over the cities you know uh, but you get the sense of it anyway. Like you said, like he he yeah. pretty storms. It's already and... a pretty long comic. You got to start moving eventually. Yeah, yeah. And so they all kind of um, worshipped him, and then you get the final confrontation. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he did very well. I can't say I can see any parallels, Noel, unless you can between that and his run on Moon Knight. Um, just, just I guess with the fact that they just some some ancient shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, ancient, yeah, ancient stuff. Um, and just detailing. Some ancient shit. I think maybe just attention to, mm-hmm. to detailing with the voicings. And stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's a good writer, mm. if I'll be honest. I like some, you know, his works on volume one of Moon Knight as well. Mm-hmm. I think he knows his stuff. He's, he's a little, um, he's definitely not a well-known comic book writer. So, no. I mean, he got work, obviously, maybe to somebody slightly older than us. They know, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's great. But, um 
And he does a good job. I think Ron Wilson on the art is a particularly good standout as well. Yeah, I enjoy Conan, it. Conan, to me, looks a little weird. I guess I'm just so used to kind of like the... My head, when I think of comic Conan, it's like, you know, Barry Smith. Oh, I thought he was... Who, like, I thought, really? Yeah, I know what you mean, but... You thought it looked cool? I mean, his bangs and stuff. Um, he looked a little... I don't know. I just think that's the image I have for comic book Conan is Barry Winston. Yeah, Smith's that's fair enough. Epic, sort of. It's like, if I was to collect any of those, it would be... His run, and I know they're hard to find and expensive, but it's sort of that. Or the, is it, was it, which Buscema brother was it who did another run? I think, was it John, either John or Sal Buscema? Oh, okay. also did a lot of Conan yeah, yeah. art. Probably uh, John. That's kind of yeah. what I see. Yeah. Um, and it, it just looks a little different. That I mean, Thor looks good, and everything else looks really good. Mm-hmm. And there's good action moments. and yep. Good details. Good detail, but yeah. he knows when to, yeah, really good details. And he knows sort of when to pan out. There's some really good, like, um, half or a quarter page kind of splash things like when they come down to raid mm-hmm. that um, <clears throat> uh, village going for Thothamon or whatever. Yep. They're just really good action bits <clears throat> and close up of like both Thor and Conan's eyes. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. That look really good. He's just, I, he's one of my favorite 80s artists. He's so good on thing. Um, he has a little bit of a kind of a same face. Oh, uh, syndrome. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. little bit, yeah. but. It's not as bad as uh, some people. Like his yeah. his thing has a lot of character. So, okay, but which is kind of funny that it's easier to draw a character on a made up monster than it is on an actual human. Oh, face. yeah, because otherwise you, you you end up just drawing them all the same, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think so too. I think these art this art was very solid. I was very happy with it. Um, I don't know. I, I can't really say anything more of it. Uh, I can't say anything against it. It was just really, uh, really solid mm. stuff. There was enough detailing in, in, in there as well. Um, the fights were, yeah, quite fluid. Um, and he does, as you mentioned, the close-ups and stuff. He, he, uh, Ron Wilson um, manages to capture the tension or all those big moments, you, you know, the big hero poses uh, well. So there's yeah, that one with... like he's, yeah. he's a good mix of sort of the 80s house style and the people who really... Yeah revered like jack kirby like he's got like i said some of those kirby hand mm-hmm. like coming at the camera yeah um force dynamic things that look really awesome and kirby crackle of course he had to th- throw that in there yeah and he draws uatu yeah, really well looks... so so mm, yeah. sure does yeah um i mean themes wise noel i don't think there's anything underlying here it's a pretty straightforward story right um there's no there's no theme of redemption. Yeah, the, theme, or... the theme is what if. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't say the theme is trying to discover who I really am. I mean, that, that was just a tool as part of this mm-hmm. story. Um, or redemption. You could, you could try to argue the fact that Conan has learnt honour at the end, but not really. Um, but he wasn't he already an honourable thief? So. He, yeah, you're right. He is, yeah. He hasn't really learnt anything from Thor. Actually, they probably would have been good if he did, but anyway. Yeah. Um, Characterizations we've talked about, um, just really well done uh, with, with both of them. I'm assuming then Zelenitz was a uh, was a fan or is a fan of Conan and Thor, so he knows enough about them um, to write them well enough. Um, and the other ones like... I agree. Yeah, the other ones like Krom and Thothamon, I mean, they're kind of generic anyway. Krom's just got to be a bastard, right? And and Thothamon's just got to be a bit of a dick. So <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> easy to write those ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's easy to write a dick. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, and he had very little page real estate 
let's be honest as well. He, he it was meant to be one of the big bads. I mean, he was in the finale, but he really kind of fluttered in towards the end, um, middle to the end. Yeah, he just kind of came in and Thor fucked him up. So mm. it's he is pretty easy. Yeah, he doesn't have enough time to really develop. Um, but again, he might be a really well-developed character for Conan Vance, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm sure he is. And, yeah, yeah. It's just a one-off. Yeah. So you know, it's like you know this guy, yeah. Conan readers. Yeah, we don't need to. Conan was a huge selling comic for Marvel, like huge. Yeah. So well, I'm glad people knew it. I'm glad Zelenitz as well didn't go down the route of, um, just on the nose explaining who Conan the world was, Thothamon. He kind of ran with it, and mm-hmm. you've kind of got a like it wasn't pandering towards yeah, new readers. Up. You know, it was no, not at all. Yeah, really. So that that was good. I appreciated that. Um, and finally, uh, the the reference that I mentioned, Thor Annual Volume 1, Issue 8, Thunder Over Troy. That is where Thor actually... Um, uh, so after fighting at Jotunheim, uh, he and Loki go into a cavern. Um, another god, like... I think it might be Loki, I don't know, does that mist thing. Thor picks a tunnel and he goes into Troy um, and he meets the Olympians, he meets Hercules, Zeus and all that. And Cool. Yeah, that's what happened in, in the real... Um, timeline so you've read that or you just looked it up ah no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reveal it it (laughs) it's got hercules i feel like you would have read it um i i i think i may have read uh, as well i may have read the hercules issue but um i didn't read the lead up to anything um for it so Mm, gotcha um laid bare for the loony listeners now i don't look as smart as Mm. i hope to (laughs) to seem to be we you don't have to you know, listen, yeah. we don't have to be experts on this exactly. stuff. Right. We just have to be entertainers. Exactly. Really, when it comes down to it, yep. truth be told, I've never read a Moon Knight comic in my life, <laughs> but here I am. Exactly. <laughs> on the Moon Knight podcast. We're going to lay truths out there. And if, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you want, if you need to take a lesson away from this, yeah. is that you can bullshit your way through life and get pretty far. I am um, lay, laying it out there as well. Look, um, Noel, we, we didn't even actually talk to Jed McKay. That was Noel the whole time. <laughs> that was, was impersonating. Um, I can do a Canadian pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. All you have to do is say a boot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, a, and all the other characters. Looney night thing he's, he's about to. Um, <laughs> ooh, what, is, what else is he about? <laughs> ah, crammy. Um, so, anyway, Noel, before we get chucked off the air by Conchu, um, let's go. And. Uh, as well, let's go to ratings. Now, Noel, I have done away with the vanilla mm. rating system. It is shit, let's be I honest. Know, I've heard. Let's Finally, be honest. No one picks it. No one picks it. So No one gives a shit about the cycles of the moon, except for we're doing an entire episode based on the cycles <laughs> of the moon right now. Um, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you got away with the old rating system. Mm. It's confusing. Waxing, yeah, waning, exactly. gibbousing, gibbous, crescenting. Gibbous, crescent. Gibbous, yeah, whatever. Gibbous. Isn't that one of the guys from ZZ Top? Um <laughs> So we're paying Konishu the ultimate homage um, with his mm-hmm. system. For, from now on, this is our system. From now on. Yeah. Yeah. Should we read? I feel like we should tell everybody what okay. the system, like what the- For new listeners, what, people- It's been a while, if yeah. ever, we've ever done that. Yeah. So- Sure, let's- starting from, starting from number 10, it's a one through 10 system, mm-hmm. but with, we, use, we allow some decibel points yes. in there as well. Yeah. Starting with number 10, it's a big fuck off moon. Mm-hmm. That- Number nine that gives you a big, big point. Full, yeah, it's a big fuck off yep. moon. Uh, number nine is a full moon. Mm-hmm. A little boring, Connor Shoe, but I understand. <laughs> probably the last number one. Number eight you made. is yeah. a <laughs> probably yeah, 
He was like, he, he skipped a number 10. And I was like, wait, I need a number Oh, uh, whatever. It's and that fucking full moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number eight is a big, beautiful yellow man. Fantastic. A seven is a solid round boy, boy. spelled B-O-I. Boy. So boy. <laughs> a six is getting small moon, whatever <laughs> that have, means. We no idea. S-M-O-L. He's up with the lingo. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, so. Yeah, he's a young man. He, he young gets man. this stuff. Uh, a five is half the moon. Again, makes perfect sense to me. Phone in. A four is a telephone moon. I don't. That's cool. Is that like phoning it in? I don't. No, I think Rebecca said because the telephone crescent moon it? looks like a telephone receiver. Oh, yeah. maybe that is cool. That's clever. Yeah. A DreamWorks logo moon yes. is number three, which is quite funny. <laughs> right. And number two is a crumb of the crumb of a moon. We haven't had a crumb of a moon. <laughs> I'm waiting for a crumb of a moon. But has there been a number one? What the fuck? The clouds are in the, are in the way. <laughs> no, there hasn't. No, you're number one. Uh, what the fuck? The clouds are in the way. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to review a really bad comic then to get that one happening. Uh, oh, we need to. But yeah, uh, so those are the ratings, loonies. Anyway, those are the ratings, and I'm gonna go for. I see. Well, you go ahead. Okay, well, look, yeah, because I, I put mine there, planted mine there. Um, I went for the six and a half. I, I'm going to say it's a getting small moon because it's kind of erring on the side of, um, you know, if you get into decimal decimals, it, it's the, it's closer to six than seven. You know, mm. 6.4. Yeah. Getting small. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm with you, but I'm a little bit closer to a seven. Okay, I would be like a six point six point seven. Oh, wow, something like point that. three. So I would just round up. <laughs> yes, I would round up to a solid round boy. Solid round boy. All right, so there you go, because I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I, I, I think, did too um, as well. Look, um, uh, yeah, I'm not quite as harsh as you oh, are with the rating on. system here. I just I throw around six, seven, eights all the time, just like I'm <laughs> giving out candy on Halloween. Oh come on! Um, I, I enjoyed it. Let, let, let it be known. It's not a terrible. It's it's great. You know, if if, if I took Umbridge, mm-hmm. it would be around the the telephone moon, the DreamWorks logo. But six and a half is good. It, it's enjoyable. It you know it's not going to be an Eisner award winning issue. For, uh, yeah, a Ray Award no, winning. It's just a fun, it's dunk, a fun dunk one and done. Yeah, exactly. So there you go, Loonies. Um, that is, I'm going to put Noel in at, let's do this decimals. I'm going to put you in at 6.7. I'm going to be 6.4. <laughs> and um, you tell us what you think, Loonies. Uh, you can, yeah. as I said, you can get this. Uh, the best way would be digital um, because it is a bit hard to find floppies. But if you are a trade collector, find out that what if uh, collection. Um, and and read all the mm-hmm. other ones. I'm sure they're just as good. Anyway, Noel, uh, we're going to go to a quick break. We're going to throw it to some other people to to fill the ears of the listeners before we come back and we round out with some nightlines. Nice. <laughs> See you soon. You belong. You belong. You belong. You belong to the very marvel. Anyone hear us? This is Trey Lawson. And I'm James Hickson. Anyone can hear this broadcast. We need your help. We've been kidnapped and imprisoned in a tomb by this creepy old undertaker named Mr. Gravely. And he's forcing us to review his collection of Marvel horror comics. Stuff like Tomb of Dracula. Werewolf by Night. Man-Thing. Ghost Rider. And so much more. Forcing us to record these reviews as a podcast called the Tomb of Ideas. If you can hear this, please contact our families. Call the authorities. Anyone. Tell them we can be found at... Now, now, boys. 
Friends, let's not give too much away. You can find James and Trey every other Wednesday at the Tomb of Ideas, a Marvel Horror Podcast. A proud member of the Cinepunks Podcast Group. See you there, Tomb Believers. <laughs> This is Russell from Tombs of Evil. And you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. This is episode 248, and you just heard Noel. Looney Tunes... Tate and myself, our discussion. Mm-mm, 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 oh, Noel. Velvet, velvet the drapes, velvet Tate. drapes, Tate. Velvet drapes, Tate. Drapes, Tate is almost a little, you know, rhymes. Almost. Almost. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we're with one half of the velvet drapes. And uh, you just heard our discussion mm-hmm. on what if 39, what if the mighty Thor battled Conan the Barbarian. Now, Noel, we have some feedback here. Uh, we're going to jump straight into Instagram because that is semi-related to what we just discussed. And may I ask if mm. you read uh, CMK7, Chris's ones, which were on past episodes. So um, uh, in, YouTube? in YouTube, yeah. So kicking off, though, I'll just jump sure. off with Instagram, mm-hmm. SK Metal, and uh, they write in, I quite like some of Alan's Moon Knight. Uh, Final Rest is a favourite storyline. Zohar, which is a villain. I often wish that Randall was Zohar instead of Reuben Davis, a great villain whom I hope to see again at some point. Remember asking Charlie Houston if he'd bring back Zohar during his Moon Knight run and stumped him. Uh, I don't remember this Thor versus Conan story, though. So thank you, SK Metal. <laughs> <laughs> well, as the point is to have some nice thoughts about yeah, Alan. So absolutely. That's good. So, no, that's good. Thank you so much. For... And that's, a funny jo- <laughs> that's a funny joke for it. But stumping Charlie Houston, I thought Houston was a. Pre- I thought he bred up on. Yeah, his shit, he would have. But Zohar is pretty obscure, I must say. Obscure, yeah, yeah um, for sure. But thank you, SK Metal. Uh, very cool. Uh, and Zohar, for those that don't know, he was he was kind of like a wizard or something. Um, towards mm-hmm. the end, we're talking about the end of Volume One. Uh, so he came in at the end of Volume yep. One of Doug Mensch. Um, but yeah, fun villain. Uh, so a couple of from YouTube. Okay, on to yeah. yeah, CKM CMK. Sorry, Chris. CMK. Seven. Beep up. Beep up. Beep. Beep. Fun. Ep- then this is about in response to episode two forty six, Moon Knight number four. Oh no, this is uh, two forty seven. Um, sorry, Moon Knight Rogues. Oh, never mind. I was reading down. This is about the Rogues yeah. one. This was uh, you and Russell mm-hmm. doing take two. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, just making it slightly better than it was. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. It gave time for Russell to to go over his jokes a little bit, go over his notes, work on it, work on his tight five. Um, anyway, Chris says, "Fun episode, guys. Great having Russell emerge from the diabolical lair at Tomes of Evil to weigh in on this very apropos topic." Mm. I really like the matchups, but the Conqueror Lord versus Deadpool is just so perfect. Yes. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Thank you very much, CMK7. Um, yeah, Deadpool was good. I, I mm. like the Amorpheus and Sleepwalker myself. 
I think that was perfect. Yeah, the sleepwalker. That was great. That's so funny to me. Did you see that uh, picture? I yeah, I yeah. Sleepwalker <laughs> comic yeah. where it's where it's the hobgoblin tearing yes in half, which they also did with a Moon Knight mm-hmm. tearing. That was great. Um, do you want to? Or do you want me to just read? Yeah, both of you if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's round it out with that. This one's from Chris Kelly mm-hmm. in response to covering Moon Knight number four episode. Blah blah blah. Um, another great review, guys! Exclamation point. I quite enjoyed the issue. I didn't mind that uh, the issue was a little slower since Jed is slated for 12 issues. I do appreciate these issues that take a breather with the pace to the character with the pace to character build. Fair enough. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my review kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so weird that it was just inquiring about a Punisher appearance and Jigsaw shows up immediately afterwards. LOL, which means laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Also, hats off, <laughs> hats off to Jed for uh, keeping his mystery villain so under wraps, even though the few clues that were provided, I still have no idea. I don't either, do you? Yeah, no. Right? Arcade. No. I, can't, I also said that in my review. I kind of arcade. I kind of don't care either. It's yeah, been more fun it's going to be obscure. Build I up. think it, we're not going to pick it. It's going to be like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Who? I hope not. Whatever. <laughs> I hope it's a who, kind of. Yeah. I like it when it's a huh? What? Okay. I've never read a multiple man comic and then Ray's in the back screaming. No, you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My bid, although I know it's a long shot, is Madcap. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, sorry, it's a long shot. It'd be Madcap. Yeah, sorry. um, Mm -hmm, Madcap. Yeah, Madcap's awesome. I'd love Madcap to be. Deadpool comics mostly, right? Mm -hmm. The the last one I saw with Madcap was uh, the Jerry Dugan run of Deadpool, and he was hell Mm -hmm. scary. Like he inhabited. Oh, he can be a terrifying character. Really, really scary Mm -hmm. character. He inhabited actually Deadpool, and he had this almost um, total recall Quato like thing. He's coming out of his stomach. Um, But yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. So, Uh, thank you, Chris, AKAC MK Seven. Beep boop beep boop 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 boop. Um, For those uh, listeners, get your thoughts in. Always love to hear from you. Never too late to let your thoughts. Uh, be known for past episodes or for this episode as well. Let us know what you think about Thor and Conan. Let us know what you think about Conan's bangs. Um, always good to hear. Uh, well, Noel, cutie pie. That pretty much wraps us up. Um, it does. Well, thank you so much for for jumping on. Hoping to get you on again if we can find some time. Uh, of course, of course. As for spectacles, though, anything that you want to shout out? Any other guest spots? Anything that you might be doing? Hmm. Are you on? Um, are you are you trying to hint yeah. that I'm going to be on Tones yeah. of Evil like a month and a half from now or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it a month? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I think it's in December. Cool. I think is when we're doing. I have a bunch of Spider-Man comics to read. Nice. That, some of them I've read before, but uh, we're going to be talking about the Green Goblin Ooh. on Tomes of Evil with the Velvet Drapes and Russell. Yeah, excellent. Russell is um, going to be, oh, he'll be, he'll be snug as a bug in a rug, you know, with the Velvet Drapes around him. You know, you can't get any more cozy. Yeah, and he needs a little, he needs a little bit of that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that would be really fun because I've really been enjoying uh, them ever since Justin joined full-time. Yes. Into, I mean, I really liked the show before. I thought it was a really good idea, but uh, J- Justin and Russell really crack each other oh, up, and so it's fun to listen great to. Great dynamic. The Bi Beast. Let's put that out there. They are the biggest fucking nerds. 
that's certified from uh from Noel Tate there. So um mm-hmm. F and Nerds. Uh so no, a huge thank you, Noel. That'd be great. Uh check it out, Noel. Keep on checking out Terms of Evil as well. Um, Noel will be on there in the last month of the year. Next phase, linear listeners, 249. It will be an idle chat. Uh, still got some things to work out for as to who jumps on, that sort of stuff, but but uh, just stay tuned. It's not long before our 250th, Noel. I, I really have no idea what we're going to do. It might be just a 250th. Hello. Um, how you going? And, wow, and that's yeah, about it. 250. Um, that's a lot of episodes. I was going back and listening to some early ones recently. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, they're actually really fun, but the show's come a long way. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Noel. Um, uh, read into that one. After 250 episodes, and then you're probably at least 250 guest appearances on other podcasts. <laughs> Things have gotten a little better, yeah. I'm just going to say. Good, yeah. But they are fun. It's fun to listen to like the first, I think I listened to the very first proper episode the other day of you and uh, Connor Shue. Yeah. And Connor's still like in high school. He's a teenager still. At the time. Yeah, yeah, he's a teenager. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, wow, it's crazy. this is great. I mean, as much as I love that, and I don't want to obviously disrespect our episode zero because we do get listeners we do get a lot of hits still for our episode zero people that want to jump on mm-hmm. learn about moon Knight. know about moon Knight. yeah man. i'm thinking i mean do it should we redo it you know you know can we make it better because can we make an introduction to no nah, okay okay just keep it as it is just i mean i mean maybe for the 500th episode oh, yeah. or something yeah. you could say okay we're gonna Catch people up so you don't have to dig yeah. back 500 episodes or 300 <laughs> yeah. episodes. Whatever. Maybe then yeah. redo it. Have Connor on too. You guys. Oh like, okay, yeah, I'd love to have Connor. We're going to we're going to give the the, the basics again to Moon. Yeah, Knight. it'll be fun. Yeah, you should. Do okay, it. well, episode 300. Okay, well, we, I proclaim we won't as the low priest of Kanchu. I proclaim not <laughs> the low priest. We'll be back. The uh, LP, LPK low priest of Kanchu Elpok mm-hmm. Elpok um. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so we will keep our episode zero. Um, but again, um, yeah, just thank you so much. We're, we're going to be at 2.49 coming up. All good. Uh, so as we depart, <laughs> as we depart, you're saying that, like, you know, we've come a long way. I'm still struggling how to do this outro. Uh, a, a gracious thank you. Yeah, but at least you're funnier now. <laughs> yeah. A gracious, um, a gracious opportunities, a huge thank you. You guys listed as co-producers and executive producers on each of our episodes. So a big thank you to the... Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, and Michael. Excellent. Yes, all of you are very um, highly highly appreciated. Um, and please check it out if you haven't already, patreon.com slash Knight. Also, our sponsors, CLZZ Comics. Say it right. Yeah. <laughs> Say it right. So, <laughs> continue. Um collectors.com I'm just going to say that um, they've got great databases <laughs> um, they've got great databases whether you want, you collect music Blu-rays movies TV comics um, they've got the database for you it's fantastic go check them out also Daniel Doing uh, with Fringe Night check out his Patreon page patreon.com slash Fringe Night 27 and um, one of our other top tier patronies Drew Tombs uh, check out Tombs on SoundCloud and that is soundcloud.com slash tombs for his dance music and lurk music with a ck.bandcamp.com for his really kind of horror sci-fi inspired soundscapes. Um, and finally as well, Dreamland Comics, use the code MOON to get 20% off. Now don't give your bank details or anything to them. We are, no, only joking. No, they they are, they are who they say <laughs> they are. We're only joshing. We do love Brent, Dreamland Comics. Use MOON, get 20% off their online store. 
Uh, finally, we're part of the collective. Um, Noel, I'm going to impromptu throw it to you. Um, any any shows you'd like to shout out from the collective? Uh, no, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, they're actually, of course, I, I don't have time in my life to listen to every single one of the members of the collective, but they're all pretty great. But I I must say, I've mentioned it before, Nexus of All Realities, yes. the Man Thing podcast, mm-hmm. all Man Thing podcast. Mm-hmm. Stop with the uh, with the people. Start being the. the. Like, which also, Sons of the Dragon, the immortal yes. Iron Fist podcast is really great. With, yeah. it's got, I mean, who else would cover Iron Fist? But it's great. <laughs> um, go check it out. Links in the show notes will take you to our directory for all the shows. Uh, finally, uh, email us at feedback at itkmoonot.com. We've got a website, itkmoonot.com. Also check out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal, and Podchaser for all our shows. Uh, and if you want to leave a, leave a review, Podchaser and Apple Podcasts, um, that would be really great. just helps us get out there a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, Noel, thank you so much for your time. Morning, your day has begun. Thank you, thank you. Your day has begun. Begun with a bang. It really has. The sun is up. When we started, the sun still wasn't up. Yes, and you have a coffee as well. We've had a coffee, um, so uh, I've had three. Oh, excellent, <laughs> loony listeners! With that, have your beverage of choice, and as always, may you watch over the denizens of the night. A, a goodbye from the velvet drapes as well. Goodbye. <laughs> and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.